1: Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, May eighteenth, twenty twenty three. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing Addie Jr. Joining me is Lecroy Poppy himself, aka my fellow Forbes thirty under thirty, aka Tim Ma Vine Gettys.
0: What was that? That was me throwing hands because it's fighting game season, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst thing I've what? ever seen in my life. <laughs> I had to debate do I throw my left hand with my right hand or do I throw my right hand with my left hand? And either way it wouldn't have been good, but that was probably the I, worst like, version. I
1: thought you were going for a swing because nope. I was like, Oh yeah, after this they're doing the stream, where they're a swing and a miss, playing but... playing golf. But I was like, that was more of a baseball swing. And then when you finished it, yeah, your arm, your hand kind of flailed there. Yeah. And I was like, I just don't know what this is anymore. You
0: can't me. throw your arm too far, you know i mean through your hand too far whatever Man. let's move on let, let, let's, let's move, move on. on tim how I are you apologize. doing this morning? Hmm? how are you doing this morning i'm doing okay i'm doing okay hmm. um as you guys know uh, a couple weeks ago i got pulled over by the the popo yeah. for the first time in a decade plus hmm. all right wasn't happy about it some dumb bullshit don't need to get into it I, just i needed to <laughs> fix a, a. I was going 40 miles over
1: the over the mph today
0: cop pulls up behind me on a motorcycle Mm-hmm. And I'm like, here we fucking go. And the thing is, I knew that because I'm still waiting for the sticker, mm-hmm. it's still, I could be in trouble. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But the guy gave me a, a little note that I could... He's like, if you get pulled over again, just show him the note, and then you're going to yeah. be totally fine. So I was like, yeah. this is just inconvenient. I got places to go, people to see. All your right?
1: registration was expired, or your like, car thing was expired. It was there for... It doesn't matter, Okay. But yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, the, my. my Shit got lost in the mail. I, my sticker, I paid yeah. for it, that, so okay. I just didn't get the okay. sticker. That's time. fair enough. That was my problem. So um, out here riding dirty, I get it. Hundred <laughs> percent. So this guy pulls up behind me, turns on the little siren things, or not, but not the noise, just the the lights. All mm-hmm. right. So I was like, ah, fuck, here we go. So I pull over, and like he pulls up onto the road because he's on a motorcycle, and I'm just like sitting there waiting, and he doesn't come up to me. Mm. He's like, what? And I'm pulled over, double like the blinkers on, and I'm just like, and I'm trying to look back at him, and he's just chilling. He didn't pull me over at all.
1: This is the equivalent of like somebody waving hi to you, and then you wave back, yeah. and you realize they're waving to the guy behind you. Yeah, but there's a protocol here. You go behind somebody, and I was the only person there. And you turn those things on, I'm
0: pulling over. That's on him. No, that's not on you. I was sitting there for like, I don't know, 30 seconds, and like there was a weird moment where I was like, do I just go? Mm. But I'm like, even though I'm pretty sure I could just go, I'm not going to just go.
1: Tim, do you do the thing where when you see a cop in your vicinity, you start driving Extra safe. Oh yeah, I start. I start me? hitting the full stops at the stop signs. <laughs> I would never do that on my own. <laughs> like I start making sure I'm going at the speed limit. hundred percent. I drive like a, that. Happened to me yesterday where I saw a cop behind me. I started driving like a saint. I, I was. I had my. I had what the ten and two. My my hands were on the ten and two again. I was hitting the full stops. I was. I was. I was I, being dude, good and I was being a, a good bless, citizen out there. I don't mean
2: to call you out, but you're you're a pretty safe driver even without uh you know. Thank you. I appreciate it. Watchful eyes around you. You
1: know. Yeah, that's cause, that's because you've been driving with Kevin coelho who is in the top five most chaotic drivers I've ever driven with? It's true. That's Chaotic's true. Chaotic's a
0: good word. It's a good word. Yeah, yeah.
1: but this—the story ends with
0: me sitting there, long enough to have the moment of like, do I drive away or
1: do I get <laughs> out? Start of my driving car? away. Turns into a car <laughs> chase. <laughs> yeah, now you're exactly. fucking arrested for no, resisting arrest.
0: It ends with him getting out of his car. Angrily walking over, looking at me, telling me to roll down the window. I roll it down, and he just goes, hey, you can go. I'm not waiting for you. And I was just like, okay, thank you, and just left.
1: <laughs> was That's was like, why really are you funny. so angry? That's like, really funny.
0: I did what I thought I was supposed to do. <laughs> That's on him.
1: That's on him. Fucking his. on He him, just wanted man. to exert his power. Jesus. You know, fucking police, cab. Oh, um, man. My, my, my day's been going decently to me. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I mean, There's a new about. Mortal Kombat trailer out there. I'm excited mm-hmm. to watch that here with you today. Um, yesterday I went, on, I went online, I scheduled an appointment for a haircut that I was very excited about because I'm going to LA this week. Uh, I'm doing a shoot and so I'm like, I want to look, I want to look good for that shoot and also summer game fest, a bunch of things are happening. Mm-hmm. Let me look good. Let me spruce up my, my, my looks. Um, I go online, I schedule the, the haircut. I then get a call from my barber, um, the, yesterday morning and he was like, Hey man, I just burnt my hand <laughs> and I'm like. Oh, oh, man, that sucks. Oh, no. He what is those. Yeah, I'm like, what does that mean for me? And he's like, yeah, we got to reschedule a haircut. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But, hey, like, is there a way we can get it done before Thursday evening? Because I got to fly out Thursday evening, and I'm hoping to get it done before then. He's like, oh, you know what? In that case, I'm going to just link you with my guy, Rob. Like, come through. Rob is uh, – he cuts hair next to me. Just show up to Rob, and we'll get he'll, get he'll get it done for you. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I'm – a bit apprehensive because i my no, barber knows me yeah. he, me and my barber mm-hmm. we're like this mm-hmm. you know like he understands my needs i understands i understand his needs i guess his needs money i, I pay him um <laughs> but so i get there uh yesterday evening after work and rob is the oldest man i've ever seen in my life hell yeah <laughs> the oldest man and i can tell that the like the, bar, the barbershop is organized in a pretty good way where they got people serving different demographics. Rob is definitely the person that is cutting the older people's hair that is, that is walking to the barber. Okay. He was the only one that was available that day for me to be able to come through and get my hair cut. And I'm like, all right, like I'm already here. Uh, I guess I'm going to sit down. I'm going to let I'm going to have Rob cut my hair. Like if if my barber trusts you, Rob, I trust you. <laughs> and so I sit down in that in that seat. I tell him what I want. I even show him a picture. I'll show him a picture of King's Disease 2 by Nas. I'm like, give me this. This is what I want. <laughs> this. Yeah, give me this album cover. That's what I want to look like. And when I tell you this man cut my hair way shorter than I wanted Yeah. <laughs> and I was such in a bad mood after my
0: haircut last yeah, night. Yeah, I was telling you, yesterday I was telling you, you look best at your first and at the end of your haircut. Yeah. I think this one's going to grow into where you want to be. Yeah. And when you get that middle part good, mm.
1: you're maximizing your, your good hair days. I hope so, man. I'm making the best of it. I, I, oh, man. Baird's. Oh, man. Um, and honestly, like, I'm probably making a too it's, big of a
0: deal of it. It looks good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah,
2: you look good.
0: I think I it looks good, it. and I think it's going to look better.
1: Thank you, Tim. Mm-hmm. Do you know what probably looks good and it's going to look better when it's in our hands? Mortal Kombat 1. Let's talk about it because today's stories include Mortal Kombat 1 has finally been revealed. GTA 6 could come out earliest next year and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and a weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on YouTube.com slash games and Twitch.tv slash games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to KindOfFunny.com slash You're Wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on YouTube.com slash games or You can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for Kinda Funny Games daily. Remember, you can use Epic Creator Code Kinda Funny on all Epic Store and Epic in-game purchases like Rocket League and Fortnite to help support the channel. To be a part of the show, head to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD to write in with your questions, squad ups, and more. And remember, patreon.com slash kindoffunny will get you the show ad-free plus a bevy of bonus content housekeeping for you a new kind of funny games cast is up right now and it's everyone's first impressions on zelda tears of the kingdom after the first weekend of playing the game of course you can catch that on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and on the gamescast podcast feed and then today greg puts the kind of funny championship on the line uh, on the green that's right greg nick and andy and mike are hitting the links of ea pga tour in a sponsored stream to determine who's the best at golf. Tune in on Twitch, and that's not that's not me doing a weird weird way of saying it. that's how it's spelled it's spelled golf with an R. Uh, tune in on Twitch and YouTube Thursday after KHD, uh, or that's today after KHD, uh, to see Greg easily defend his championship against three losers. This message is brought to you by Greg Miller. And then on Friday, that's tomorrow, May nineteenth, we're celebrating KeV and Mike's birthday with a special subathon marathon stream. We're gonna be in our PJs, we're gonna build a fort, and go late if you wanted to come join us for snacks games and some sleep over vibes. And then only on YouTube in the live stream there's going to be a 30 not minute today. post show. Not today. Not today though. That's usually during the other days of the week you're going to get that live yeah. stream. <laughs> not we're, not, we're not doing it today cuz we
0: the the golf is going to be a bigger production. A lot of stuff going on. So we want to get to it ASAP, oh, but we need yeah. a little more time to do the do the switcheroo. But speaking of housekeeping real quick, I mm-hmm. want to give one more shout out to our the Tears of the Kingdom games cast that went live. Yeah. Uh because it was a joy to record that episode. Like there's it's so rare that a game comes along that all of us are just in, in love with, mm-hmm. for different reasons, and being able to share those reasons with each other and like, like get that secondhand kind of like thrill that you get from even playing the game and hearing someone play it differently. All of it, like, there's there's a something special about the kind yeah. of funny games cast that went live today. So check it out.
1: There was a thing that Barrett showed me in the game this morning that blew my mind, and I'm yeah I'm somebody that's finished the game. I have played almost eighty hours of the game. Barrett showed me a thing where I'm like, absolutely no way! Like, I can't believe this is a thing that's in the game. And I'm, it's special that a game can do that after so long of playing it. It's so
2: good. I'm three hours away from having played
1: 50 hours in the first week. Hell yeah, dude! Wild. Look at us, gamers, gamers, baby! Just a bunch of gamers. <laughs> I have
2: had the worst sleeping schedule this last week. It's been hard. That's that. That's yeah. the gamer life. You know, that's part, that's part of what did, it is. I, last night I hit 10:45 and I was like, it's it's time to go to bed. But yeah, I've had three 2:30 a.m. nights in the last week. Heck yeah, dude. It's been a
1: lot. Feels good, man. Speaking of gamers, thank you to our Patreon producer, Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Shady Rays, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. (laughs) It's time for some news. We have seven stories today.
2: A baker's dozen.
1: Starting with our number one. You know it's got to be a banger news story when our number one story isn't a Zelda story all right we're talking about mortal Kombat one uh the new mortal Kombat game has been announced um we're gonna start off with a trailer reaction yes, have I you seen it. the trailer this morning i
0: see have seen bits and pieces of it but i have not seen it with audio
1: i've also seen small bits and pieces mainly like screenshots and stuff people were yeah. sharing on twitter but i'm not watching the whole thing barrett has it pulled up and we're gonna watch it right now i fade in to Liu it is Kang. time Oh, yeah. Oh, it, it is time. Let's fucking
0: go. You know what? It is time. Netherrealm, thank you. Also, time. Time to what wake up. It? To a new reality. Kung Lao. To a blank canvas that I have painted in with warmth and peace.
1: I assume this is... In my um, new era, the choice is yours. Fire God Liu Kang talking. Whether to live in quiet serenity...
0: I love All the vibe of this. Strife. a little more—not what I expected.
1: Realistic, grounded. I don't know. A bit right more serene than you expect from Mortal Kombat. Serene's a good word. A lot more, more warmer colors. So there we got Katana. Or bitter rivalry. And then Molina, just covering oh, the time. the teeth. Scorpion. You can face each other. Scorpion Sub Zero about to spur As up at a bar. Enemies.
2: Or united as brothers. Huh.
1: But a storm is brewing. And now, this is high. You <laughs> this video. <pretty> discover <laughs> that
2: even in this new era,
1: one constant remains. Is that? Who's that gonna be? Is that Shang song? Yeah. There is always something worth fighting for. Oh yeah. Jesus. Oh
0: god.
1: <laughs> oh my god. We should oh, We might have should have done the content warning possibly. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, it, mortal fucking There's, there's going to be violence you if you're watching the video to version. Defy peace. Then you have chosen war oh, with a god.
0: Oh dude. There is no cop. Oh, that's that's what I <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Still> <laughs> who is that who's that he just fucked up that way? We can, we can rewrite it after this. Wasn't that Shang Tsung? Was that Shang Tsung? I think so. Shang Tsung is looking young. Ooh, I'm liking the blue accents on the dragon there. It's in our blood. September 19th. September 19th. There's a lot oh, pre-ordered to get Shang Tsung uh, and beta access. Oh, I'm surprised for how much Shang Tsung is in the trailer. It's not He's not like a straight-up like character. Like it yeah, is 2023, blessed. So everything <laughs> you, gotta, you, you gotta make some right? DLC. How are you gotta make stuff DLC. It's pretty damn
0: cool. Yeah. You know, I mean, we keep talking about this new age of fighting games, Street Fighter 6. We have Tekken 8 on the way, but now boom, we have Mortal Kombat coming this year, September. Feels right. I think that's a, a, a good enough gap away from uh, Street Fighter being in early June. And on top of that, Mortal Kombat is kind of in a different a different area as well, especially yeah. because like people like me love the Nether Realm single player stuff so much. And from what I'm seeing here, this is kind of what I was saying last week. I'm looking forward to a, a little bit simpler of a story, kind of like less time travel-y and less kind of like it's everything in the kitchen sink. This seems a little bit more pared down. We're not getting too many characters. Granted, this is the first CG trailer, but yeah. from the vibe of this, this seems very story like narrative focused. Um,
1: and I'm in. It, seemed, it seems paired back and simple in a way that I like. And I, I'm with you that I I was a bit nervous and apprehensive about how much the time stuff was going to play into this game because that was a big factor of the last game. When you build in a lot of time travel stuff, things can get really convoluted and really weird, and suddenly everything starts to mean nothing because, cool, mm-hmm. time travel is coming in and rea- rearranging everything. This seems like it's a bit more straightforward. I know we got we had some comments on time in the, be- in the beginning of the trailer, and there are like a few allusions to that, but it seems like that might not be what this game is revolving around and the way that the last Mortal Kombat is revolved around it. I think what's interesting here is that, you know, them calling it Mortal Kombat 1 implies reboot, but this feels like more of a sequel. Well, that's the thing is I feel like this is kind of like a
0: semi-ultimate comic situation where it is a reboot, but it's also just like in the same – it is part of the multiverse, whatever. Like this seems to be like, what, a new universe that I'm a little – uh, I don't remember. I'm hazy on some yeah. of the the lore of the where the last DLC stuff ended. But Sun,
1: so, Sun King, Fire, God, Fire Luke, God Liu Kang at the end of Aftermath. Um, he's, he was basically reshaping the timeline. Because, so like, I mentioned this
0: is him, the new a new timeline. Yeah, I mean, 1,000 right? 1, so Mortal Kombat 1 timeline, whatever. So yeah, because of that, I imagine that's kind of just the setup to keep it in line with the rest of them, but then I don't think we're, they're going to touch on that much throughout the story. Maybe at the end of it, post-credit tease or something. Well, that's, back to it, which
1: I'm down for. The interesting thing is that, yeah, so Mortal Kombat 11, the proper game, ended with, uh, like, chronica was erasing the timeline up and up until the point of the game because she wanted to reshape the 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 timeline fire, <laughs> it's always chronica you know smoking on that chronica but um fire Luka, fire god luke Kang comes through you know fights i defe- call him the sun king, <laughs> sun king. I mean, you're not far off <laughs> so, close, <but> so far <laughs> But yeah it comes through defeats her and then i think it, depending on how you end it it's like it's you raiden and katana that are um like reshaping time and like recreating the timeline in like a proper way. But then the aftermath happens, Shang Sung, uh, and I think like Raiden and Fujin come through and then like that's begins that quest. And then at the end of that game, of course, you have to fight Shang Sung. Um or as Shang Sung you fight <laughs> Liu Kang, depending on which side you choose. But I, I assume the canon the, cannon, yeah. the canon is gonna be as uh Liu Kang, you defeat Shang Sung and then the cutscene that plays after is Liu Kang creating this new timeline but then you cut to this martial arts school um, in what looks more like Mortal Kombat 1. It has exactly. more of the vibes of Mortal Kombat 1 and it's people doing martial arts and then you you um, transition into a room with Kung Lao and this is Kung Lao chilling and then Fire God Liu Kang shows up and is like, yeah, I've chosen you as my champion and that's pretty much where it cuts. And yeah. so you imagine that that's what this story is going to be. It's going to be the god lu kang training up kung lao or at least having kung lao represent him probably represent earth i guess in another more combat
0: different factions here even the way that the trailer was set up of like multiple characters in different groups and they even tease the whole thing of like will you fight against each other or fight together yeah and then it kind of seems like at the end the the vo at least kind of was like no we're gonna fucking fight um but that i do think is interesting to separate the characters in in that fashion and i feel like that makes sense from a nether realm like um campaign perspective where Mm. they normally do that of like bouncing between a couple different storylines and you have different fights from different perspectives
1: yeah it's super interesting that the characters that we're seeing so far are all classic Mortal Kombat characters we're not seeing the combat kids come through, right? Like, we're combat not kids. there's no like Takeda or uh, it's always like Kung Lao's cousin, and then like uh, like uh, um, what's his name, Johnny Cage's kid, and then um, Jax's kid. We're not Jackie Briggs, we're not seeing the, them pop up in this trailer, which makes me wonder if we see them pop up. I saw somebody mention on Twitter, um, oh, I'm trying to remember, I think it might have been Ash Parrish from The Verge who mentioned like. What if those characters come through because they show up and they're like, hey, we got to get rid of this timeline because we want to exist. Like we're fighting for our existence. And so now you have the timelines clashing again. Again, I think that would be convoluted. I'm fine with, with those characters not coming back, at least in the proper game. Bring them back as DLC if you want to. But, yeah, I like that we're getting back to basics. I like that we're getting back to like Mortal Kombat 1, 2, 3 roster.
0: Get roster for sure. Interesting in the chat, people are bringing up that on the website there's more info saying that it's an assist fighter.
1: So that's actually what I want to get into. So Ryan Dinsdale at IGN has his article breaking down the Mortal Kombat announcement and it reads like this Warner Brothers games and NetherRealm Studios have officially revealed that a rebooted Mortal Kombat 1 will arrive on September 19th for PS5, Xbox Series X, Switch, and PC. Following an earnings call tease uh, earlier this year, Warner Brothers, Discovery, and NetherRealm announced Mortal Kombat 1 officially on its website and released a reveal trailer. Mortal Kombat 1 is the latest title in the acclaimed Mortal Kombat franchise developed by NetherRealm, uh, the, reads the post on the website. Quote, the game will introduce a reborn Mortal Kombat universe that has been created by Fire God Liu Kang, featuring reimagined versions of iconic characters as they've never been seen before, along with a new fighting system, game modes, bone-crushing finishing moves, and more, end quote. These characters so far include Liu Kang, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Raiden, uh, Kung Lao, Katana, Molina, Shang Tsung, Johnny Cage, and many more. NetherRealm has confirmed these characters to feature in a new story mode, but is yet to reveal which other game modes will feature in Mortal Kombat 1. Pre-ordering a $109.99 premium version, so $110, uh, will get player early access beginning on September 14th, alongside 1,250 dragon crystals, the in-game currency. With a K. Uh, K. Yeah, I can't forget the K. Uh, You'll also get a Johnny Cage skin styled after Jean-Claude Van Damme. Cool. Uh, Early access to six new playable characters uh, and five new cameo fighters. Cameo spelled with a K. Cameo spelled with a K. Shout out to Rare, the Rare Cameo. Uh, These cameo (laughs) fighters, this is all cameo. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) They're fighting. (laughs) These cameo fighters are a new roster of characters that assist the player during matches and are chosen from a unique roster separate to the main mortal Kombat one characters a beta will also take place in august for those who pre-order any version of the game on ps5 and xbox series x while post-launch Netherrealm uh will add cross play and cross regression post-launch huh interesting yeah i don't like that that, just, that stuck out to me right that, there I, don't, that, I didn't know i didn't see that previously not
0: good but um I'm interested in the assist characters being different. That it's like Marvel versus Capcom one, yes, uh, where some of the characters weren't actually playable if they were assist. But uh, that's. That's I, cool. I think it kind of opens it up a bit. But yeah, what, what's your take on this?
1: I mean, I, 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 it's different for sure from Mortal Kombat. Like, I, I My hope going into this was that we'd see maybe a tag team fighting mode because I really like that. Um, I really like that in fighting games in general, but even I believe Mortal Kombat 9 had a tag team uh, mode that I played with friends all the time. And I believe that one even had it so that you and your friend can be on a tag team, so you switch back and forth. And I love that type of shit. Uh, assist stuff, not really my jam, actually, when it comes to to, to fighting games. Like, I am... I am not a big Marvel versus Capcom person, and like I've grown to be over the years, right? Like I've I've warmed up to the idea of playing a um like a King of Fighters type game or a Marvel vs Capcom type game. But for me, when I read Assist Fighters, my mind immediately goes to, oh man, you're gonna take characters who I really want to play as and make them Assist Fighters. In the way that when we talk about Smash, we talk about trophies, and like, oh, okay, well if they're gonna be a trophy, that means that they're not gonna be a playable character in this game. Like if if I'm a, a fucking nerd who wants to play as Bo Raicho in Mortal Kombat, which I am. Bo Raicho seems like a character. They would make a, they will make a yeah. an assist fighter, a cameo fighter, instead of a mainline fighter, which I get, because he's not as, you know, front and center as a Scorpion or a Sub-Zero. But um, I, that's my fear with it. I, my, my, my fear is that we see characters get sidelined into being uh, these cameo fighters. But what's your read on it? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with
0: you there for sure, but I I like the idea of this being a pared-down experience in a smaller roster, but they will grow that over time. It's Mortal Kombat. They always do, and it gets kind of like, wow. I mean, even here, they're already getting Jean-Claude Van Damme involved in some way, so that should be interesting. Cameo's next. Um, But I, I think it's cool, and I feel like depending on how intensive the assists are, whether it is more... Just pop and do the one move and pop out, yeah. or if it is a little bit more involved, like we've seen in some other games, um, I think it could be very cool visually. And for a game like Mortal Kombat, that imagine this game. Hold on, let me see something. Is it only next gen? You said all the consoles. Well, it's uh, next it's gen Switch. and then Switch, yeah. so that's interesting. But on the PlayStation and Xbox side, it is just next gen. It is,
1: it is being. I saw somewhere that's being developed by a different studio for okay. Switch.
0: So then you got to imagine it, it's going to have like a lot of those fancy features and like graphics and particles and everything. Yeah. So add assist to that. I think it's gonna be a very flashy game, very gory, yeah. very
1: flashy. Are there any modes that you want uh, that you want to see? They talk about, of course, the story mode is coming back, which it has to because that is mm-hmm. now Mortal Kombat's mainstay. That is the thing that people love from the new Mortal Kombat games. Are there other things that you'd love to see there? That's it, man. I like the story. I like, with these games, like
0: I back in the day loved the PS2 era of wow by Deadly Alliance and Deception. You get. 20 different games because there's so many mini games and yeah. things, and they're all fun in their own ways. Where we're at nowadays, I would rather just focus on the things that I need. Like, even with uh, Injustice 2, I remember booting it up and, like, just being overwhelmed with the amount of modes and stuff. And I'm, I'm sure that they're for some people, but they're not for me. Yeah. You know, I'm just there for the story and then maybe just some fun multiplayer matches. But really, Realm story is why I, why I'm playing these games.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, right, I'm right there with you. I, I do like the gimmicky stuff. You know the chess combats, the the um, cart combat. I think it might, it might have been called. Um, all all that stuff, I'm down with. The towers. I know. The, I know a lot of people love the towers. The towers, I can be kind of hit or miss on. I don't really care when it when I when it feels grindy. That's when they lose me. And I yeah. feel like lately with the Mortal Kombat stuff, the towers have been on the more grindy side of like, yeah, collect all these things so you can buy the things and collect the things. Like even here where they're talking about the dragon crystals, I read that and my eyes glaze over a little bit. Um, but, yeah, like, it's Mortal Kombat. Like, I'm excited for the story. I'm excited to play with friends. All that stuff is going to be there. I'm curious to see more of the character roster. Are we going to get new characters that we haven't seen before? What does that come in the form of? And then, yeah, who are going to be the assist fighters? Who are going to be the, the cameo fighters <laughs> that get sidelined? Or, like, is that going to work as a cool thing? Are we going to get that and, and, and then go, this is the future of Mortal Kombat? Actually, this was very additive. We've seen that happen with Mortal Kombat, I feel like, with all the iterations that have come through recently where Mortal Kombat 9 they brought us back to 2D and it was fucking fantastic mm-hmm. right and like that game brought us in with the brought us the story mode and it was fucking fantastic That's right um yeah the x-ray feature god that was so, that was dope as hell some Mortal Kombat um 11 brought in the different fighting styles that you can choose per character and even though that that was like, I like it and I don't like it yep. at the same time All, for me. Always with those things. Yeah, but I know a lot of people that did dig that stuff. And so, at the very least, they're innovating and finding ways to freshen up the franchise and make there a reason for this to be a new iteration as opposed to just, like, an update, like a DLC. This seems like a, hey, let's build something new from the ground up once again and try to push things forward in a cool exciting. way. Very exciting stuff. Story number two, speaking of exciting stuff, GTA 6 might be coming out as soon as next year. This is Rebecca Valentine at IGN. Publisher Take-Two Interactive may have just teased the release window for the next entry in the biggest gaming franchise of all time, Grand Theft Auto 6. It could be on the way as soon as next year. In a press release reissued, or not reissued, in a press release issued alongside its yearly earnings report, Take-Two shared uh, projections for the coming years, including a massive projection for fiscal years 2025 and 2026. For context, Fiscal 2025 will begin in April of 2024. Well, looking ahead, fiscal 2025 is a highly anticipated year for our company, the release states. Uh, It continues, for the last several years, we've been preparing our business to release an incredibly robust pipeline of projects that we believe will take our company to even greater levels of success. In fiscal 2025, we expect to enter this new era by launching several groundbreaking titles that we believe will set new standards in our industry and enable us to achieve over $8 billion in net bookings and over $1 billion in adjusted, unrestricted operating cash flow. We expect to sustain this momentum by delivering even higher levels of operating results in fiscal 2026 and beyond, end quote. While Take-Two doesn't explicitly, state, uh, explicitly name Grand Theft Auto here, it's hard to imagine any other franchise doing this work for them. I'm going to pause there and say, it's hilarious to read through their statement of of like $8 billion we're looking forward to in that fiscal year and have anything in, in mind aside from Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Like it's either Grand Theft Auto or you're planning to invade a country. Like it, 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 that's wild. That's wild that they're talking about that. And not even you, you just straight up using the words Grand Theft Auto. Yep. But to continue on with Rebecca Valentine's article for one take two's net bookings this past fiscal year reached $5.3 billion, a record annual high. Notably this record was reached thanks to contributions of Zynga, which it acquired last year. Prior to this, Take-Two's regular annual net bookings were looking roughly in the $3 billion park uh, ballpark and steadily rising. It took the acquisition of a major mobile developer to see them leap over $1 billion in the space of a single year. So to achieve a goal of $8 billion, Take-Two would need to make uh, make significant acquisitions or release nearly double the amount of games it historically has or release at least one absolute behemoth of a game, a.k.a. Grand Theft Auto. Notably, Take-Two expects to do even better in its takings the following year, something that seems impossible without the likes of GTA Online built on the foundations of a brand-new GTA game to propel its revenue sky-high. It's hard to imagine any other franchise or even multiple new games combined doing these kind of numbers. I
0: mean, yeah. We're getting it. We're getting it. And like, so <laughs> something interesting uh, that I saw Imran posting about is, so with Red Dead Redemption uh, 2, at over 53 million copies sold, mm-hmm. like absolutely astronomical number, but even compared to GTA, it's like oh, it did well. Yeah. But like GTA is just you so compared number. to GTA, and you're like it did I. <laughs> you compare it to anything else, like those numbers are, are wild. But Imran uh, brings up an interesting uh, observation here, saying while to consider Rockstar and Take Two just didn't make a current gen Red Dead Redemption two port, there's no way it wouldn't make back the money. So the only other reason would have been opportunity cost. Mm-hmm. So add that together with everything you're saying here, it's like yeah, GTA six we know it's being worked on, but it's been being worked on and i feel like we are getting to that point where it's been a couple years since we're saying gta 6 will be in a couple years yeah so as the years go on and we just get deeper into this console cycle and and more and more of them are um in people's hands and there is a new kind of like standard of um hardware in households i feel like it's time It, it and for them to come out and just change the game Utterly change the game, bless. When GTA 6 drops, every record will be shattered. Every single one. We'll look at Pokemon and laugh. Zelda, yeah. who the fuck are you?
1: <laughs> who the fuck are you, Zelda? Uh, I want to bring in a question from Jake Rocks 7 who writes in the kindoffunny.com slash KFGD, just like you can, and says, with GTA 6 possibly coming out in the next 12 months, and E3, and I'm going to stop you there, it, it, it'll come out in the next, let's say, 12 to 18 months, or 12 to 24 months, I don't know about the next 12 months, but with GTA 6 possibly coming out soon, and E3 season starting, do you believe we are about to see the first glimpses of the game? If so, whose press conference will it be at? Sony, Xbox, Summer Game Fest, or will Rockstar not want to share the stage and do something themselves, not wanting to share the spotlight. Also, if you want to get uh if you want to guess for fun, who will get exclusive content slash marketing and who can guess the release date the closest? Ooh, I love this. Yeah, so let's start off with that yeah. first half. Do we see it in the summer season get revealed? This summer season, I would say there is a twenty percent chance. Mm-hmm. I, I I think it was yesterday. I forget if this was the conversation I was just having with you or Greg, because you guys were both on KFGD. Um, but we were talking about, like, would a GTA 6 show up at PlayStation Showcase? Yeah, it was us. Yeah. I, I, so, I find it hard to imagine, like, GTA 6. Because if you're, if you're going to have GTA 6 at a showcase, that is the closer. That is the, all right, now everybody, like, eyes, I, like, eyes toward GTA 6. This is the big thing. That's what the, that's what the entire day, that's what the entire week becomes about. It's all about GTA 6. Because there's no bigger announcement you can make than that. On the marketing agreement side, yeah, PlayStation gets the marketing agreement with GTA 6 for sure. Like, I think that that would make a lot of sense. Would they? Like, would Rockstar even give anybody the specific marketing agreements in that way when no it's shot. GTA 6? Like, they don't really need that, right? Red like, Dead,
2: I remember in my first week uh, at IGN, Red Dead Redemption 2 was officially announced with that teaser. Yeah. And they just fucking, like, they just tweeted it out, man. And that's, it, the thing. It, it, that's like what Rockstar can do. Yeah, uh, they don't need anybody. They have that power. So I, I think this is past summer game fest on a fucking random wednesday morning uh sometime in like october you know
1: i also think that for even for the playstation side i would think that playstation wants to, wants to close out a playstation showcase with a playstation game like they want people to treat those games like the end all be all i think it would even make more sense to see a gta 6 at a summer game fest where there you do get to own the own the day you're going to be the closer you're going to be the biggest thing and jeff keely has everything to gain from that jeff keely would absolutely love that in the way that Elden Ring came through a couple years ago, and was that for him? GTA Six is a big step up from that, even, and I think that would, I think that would be such a get there. Even there, like again, to Barry's point, it doesn't have to be that. Like it could just be a Twitter post. Of I think GTA Six coming out.
0: I think that's the most likely outcome. Like I think that it's a ninety percent lock that GTA Six will be announced via Rockstar, yeah. whether it's a tweet or. A promoted stream that they do, or, or something. I, I do think that they're going to try to eventize it a little bit more than they did with that Red Dead. But even with Red Dead, it wasn't just a random tweet, right? Like, wasn't there like there was a some type like a of team. build up to think, that tweet?
2: Uh, people are in the chat are saying they changed the color of their logo on Twitter.
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember that. that. Okay, cool. So that type of thing. It's like cool. But again, I, I there can was, see was no
2: showcase affiliate. Like they literally, it was just a the like, thing they, they released on it their YouTube, on YouTube and socials, and Twitter. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I can see that type of thing happening again, but just with where we're at now, I can see them also trying to get even more eyes, just as streaming has become even more prevalent, the way that these events happen and people get views and monetize the announcement itself. But um, I think there's also a different likelihood that, although slim, that it could be tied to PlayStation just because that synergy of wanting to dominate the market and make extra money. Like, why wouldn't Rockstar Rockstar want to make the money that PlayStation would be willing to pay just for Mm -hmm. having that be part of something? I don't think that's going to happen. I'm just saying, like, I do think that that's not out of the realm of possibility. And Keely, yes, he would die for this. Yeah, he would maybe Uh, kill for this. Like, 100%. And, like, that's that's the thing. Like, I don't think it's going to happen. But also, it could. It could. Yeah, It's just a very, very slim possibility. Xbox, I think, is not in a position for that to happen mainly because of how caught up they are in a lot of the legal stuff and the act, um acquisitions and all that. Mm. I just feel like the money and the, the, the it's messy. It's too messy. I feel like you don't go with the mess. You go with the sure thing. Yeah.
1: But here's my thing. This game really is coming out next fiscal year, right? If this game is coming out, let's say 2020, let's say fall end of 2024. Mm-hmm. You gotta announce it soon, right? Like, you gotta get that ball rolling. This is GTA 6 we're talking about. There's a lot I mean, to talk about. There's a lot to get hype about here. You do and you don't, them.
0: though, right? Like, I think that, again, it's Rockstar. They don't need to do anything. It's one of the only games they can put out, and boom. It's gonna sell no matter what, just because of the title. Uh, looking here at 180 million sold for GTA 5. 180 million copies of this video game. That's wild. What? That's the, 18 We use. We talk about Mario Kart 8 being this insane market leader when it comes to sales and that's at what 30 30 i think like 50 50, something 50 50 million cool 180 180 million man like that is so absolutely wild i i'm excited man i i love that we've been talking about gta 6 for years and like not much has changed like we're still just talking about it but time has passed
1: so at some point we're getting it i think we're gonna get it some that more people like and i know it doesn't work this way but when you just take it per units technically in that way more people have bought gta 5 than switches the switch consoles Mm -hmm. it's fucking crazy Mm -hmm. any individual like any individual modern console really like you can apply that to that's fucking wild Mm -hmm. it's a lot of copies that's crazy dude man i can't wait for gta 6 to the second part of jake rock's question here right um i I guess we already talked about exclusive content slash marketing i don't think anybody's going to get exclusive content slash marketing I think PlayStation is going to get marketing. Okay,
0: content. I don't think so. I think that like that trend has changed. But I do think that there will be commercials and shit or the PlayStation or whatever the fuck they do
1: nowadays. I don't know. Uh, And then, greatness awaits. Yeah, that's that's the old one. Um, And then, who can guess the release date the closest? I'm I'm sticking with fall, like late late 2024. I'm going to say October.
0: So their MO is September, October for these things, right? Red yeah. Dead 2 was September, I want to say. And uh, October is the normal month, at least I remember being for... Uh, September the... was um, oh GTA, GTA 5. 5 yeah, and well. October was uh, Red, Red Dead. Dude, I remember that road.
1: September well, because I almost failed my classes because of GTA 5. <laughs> 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 I was like, well, I, was, I was what? A s- junior in college? Mm. And yeah, no, that was, was rough. Yeah. I was a rough semester. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> September, October 2024, I feel, is the target goal. It's Rockstar. Things can shift. Things will shift if they need them to. So I can see it uh, being pushed to the to 2025 sometime early, but I don't think that they want to do that. Mm. So I'm bouncing right now between saying either October 2024
1: or May 2025. All right. We'll have to see. Ladies and gentlemen, let me talk about patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Over at patreon.com slash kind of funny, you can go, and get the show. Ad free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors.
0: Shout out to Shady Rays for sponsoring this episode. Do you want to look as cool as I look? Yes, you do. And you can. You can take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an unbeatable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that I've ever worn in my life. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a Brand new pair, no questions asked. You can wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. Exclusively for you listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. You can go to shadyrays.com and use the code KINDAFUNNY. You can get 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. You can try for yourself the shades that are rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Promo code KINDAFUNNY at shadyrays.com.
1: Story number three, Sony unveils the Access controller uh, for PS5 to assist disabled players. This is Ed Nightingale at Eurogamer. Sony has revealed the name of its accessibility controller, previously known as Project Leonardo. The Access controller for PS5, as it's now known, was first revealed at CES earlier this year and is a highly customizable controller kit to help players with disabilities play games more easily. Sony has also revealed the UI for the controller as it'll appear on the console. The access controller features an array of swappable buttons and stick caps, as well as the ability to use it in multiple orientations or secured to a tripod. Uh, Through four 3.5mm Aux ports, uh, players can plug in their own additions like switches, buttons, or analog sticks. As for the UI, players will be able to create personalized settings and configurations in a distinct profile, uh, including setting the controller orientation, button assignments, stick sensitivity, and more. Further, the access controller can be paired with a DualSense for use as one virtual controller or to play collaboratively with another player.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. It's great. You know, you've. Uh, you see xbox do so many different things when it comes to the hardware side and even the software side uh to help accessibility and playstation has done an excellent job i would say on the software side and operating system side to make sure that playstation studios games at least have the options needed they're they're getting the consultation that is required from the right people to be able to progress in this way and they've been a little behind on the the hardware side to to be able to help so yeah. this is awesome i imagine that they consulted with the people necessary for this but um i think that it's it's a great step regardless of putting these things out and at least trying to help more and more people as time goes on
1: 1000% and I recommend people who are interested in this go check out the YouTube video on the PlayStation YouTube channel it's a six, six, minute and 40, uh, 6 minute and 46 second video of them detailing all the stuff that you can do with it I like how sleek it looks mm-hmm. I know that's the thing that doesn't come up as much when it comes to the accessibility hardware but I look at that I'm like yo they, they brought that in line with the whole PS5 aesthetic yeah. you know you got that you got the, the DualSense Edge now you got the access controller that can live on the same shelf and look pretty dope So good on you. Mm-hmm. story number 4 Lords of the Fallen arrives this October. This is from Ryan Denzel at IGN. Lords of the Fallen is coming to PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC on October 13th this year. Revealed in a gameplay reveal trailer, developer Hexworks has given fans a proper first look at the Dark Souls, and not first, uh, fans a first proper look at the Dark Souls and Elden Ring esque game running on Unreal Engine 5. Quote, Mornstead has fallen. Its great army decimated by the legions of a deer. the demon god, uh, reads a dramatic opening screen, quote, but one light still flickers in the ever-growing gloom, the light of the dark crusader, end quote. The trailer then slips into gameplay, showing a range of environments and enemies present in the spiritual successor to 2014's Lords of the Fallen. Tim, I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I've not cared about this game up until now. We've yeah. seen trailers at various events. it's all been cgi stuff with weird music choices Mm -hmm. and i've been like all right cool it looks looks fine it's whatever this will appeal to the lords of the fallen fan i watched this full trailer looks actually pretty cool now now they're telling
0: you that it's an elden ring like you're like oh i read
1: elden ring like and i was like actually game of the year let's (laughs) fucking go but uh if you fast forward they have more gameplay bits and it really does look like um that like that style of fantasy action game right it looks like it's gonna appeal to to that audience um and it makes me want to pick it up and now has a date
0: Every time I see the character from Elden Ring that has, like, the armor with, like, the red, like, hair or feathers or something coming out. Mm-hmm. And then there's this character that looks exactly the same. Reminds me of Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep.
1: Yeah? Why yeah. so?
0: Uh, there's a character in the, the Keyblade War that, that was
1: like <laughs> don't, don't, that. Don't, don't, don't talk more words after saying Keyblade War. <laughs> <laughs> Keyblade War. I don't know, man. Birth by Sleep. I
2: mean, he sounds as, as insane as we do when we talk about the, the Kong War, you know, Blaz?
1: Nah, man, the Kong war is as straightforward as it goes, all right? Yeah. Funky Kong needs to sell his arms so he can pay for his, his rent and also so he can protect the Kongs from the Kremlins out there. The Kremlins be out there. The Kremlins be out there. Is the Kremlins. You know the Kremlins. No, not the... No. <laughs> <laughs> They're like these alligator guys that walk on two feet.
2: Like King K. rule.
1: King K. rule. You know that if you put K. rule together, it smells cruel. So yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. (laughs) Story number five, Xbox debuts PC games to NVIDIA GeForce Now uh, members beginning today. This comes directly from Sarah Bond over on Xbox Wire, the Xbox official blog. We're thrilled to share that starting today, NVIDIA GeForce Now cloud gaming members in the UK, the US, the European Union, and around the world can stream Gears 5 and on May 25th... I right there? What up? I, just, I know that it's not. Actually, I don't know.
0: Maybe it is. I just love the unintentional shade there of, hey, we're, we're thrilled to say, starting today on GeForce Now, a cloud-based thing um, for the UK, US, and the European, and the European Union. U- I did see this,
1: they separated that out. They're, I mean, they're observing Brexit or whatever. Uh, but yeah, May 25th, we'll be able to enjoy fan favorites deathloop uh, grounded and pentiment this is just the beginning of our forward-thinking 10-year partnership with nvidia to make pc games from the xbox game studios and bethesda available to their geforce now members together we're accelerating access to players around the globe by letting them choose how and when they game this is the first in a series of partnerships we're activating to make our PC games available to players globally through a variety of cloud gaming services, starting with NVIDIA GeForce Now and with Boosteroid, Ubitus, EE, and Nware in the future. They made some of those up. Uh, we remain committed to releasing current titles from Xbox Game Studios and Bethesda and future Activision Blizzard uh, PC games once Microsoft's acquisition closes. And yeah, this is 1,000% them being like, all right, like, the CMA is going to block us. Hey, let's show that we're doing work right now. Like, let's make games available right now to NVIDIA GeForce now to reinforce the fact that, hey, we're, we're committed. You know, cloud we're gaming, going. it's not a not monopoly. Our games are everywhere.
0: Yeah. And also, shout out to Gears 5. Yeah? Yeah. I all like right. Gears 5 a lot. You play Gears 5? No. Yeah. There's, I, I, the first, I mean, it's a great game. Fantastic game. Mm-hmm. But there's some about, like, the first three hours that are just really, really good stuff. Oh, yeah. There's one set piece in particular about three hours, and then I'm like, huh, I think about that a lot.
1: Oh yeah
0: think about it a lot anymore. do
1: you think about it more than the keyblade wars definitely not I <laughs> the,
0: keyblade, the music during that shit is too hype man yeah oh yeah
1: i if there's anything that I, I trust and love about kingdom hearts it is the music oh yeah kingdom hearts music is fucking mm-hmm. goaded mm-hmm. story number six blizzcon 2023 returns to a live event in november this is stephanie nunnelly jackson at video at uh, vg 24 7 Blizzard has announced BlizzCon will be returning to the Anaheim Convention Center on November 3rd through the 4th. It's been around four years since the last live show, but it's coming back and you can book rooms now for it. Our players are at the heart of what makes BlizzCon great, a place where games are the common ground for connection and friendship, said the studio. Quote, whether you're coming to hang out with your friends uh, you only ever get to see online, celebrating epic moments in the games we love, exploring what's on offer in the convention center halls, or eager to learn what's next for our universes, BlizzCon is being created for you. It's the community that has always made this event so special, and we can't wait to see you all again. End quote. More deets on the show will be shared next month, including ticketing information, cosplay, and other competition details.
0: Cool. It is cool. Um kind of interested in this like just thinking back the last couple years of blizzcon were controversial to say the least for multitudes of reasons um and i feel like a lot of those reasons have uh, changed some of them haven't and uh with where they're at it's now.
1: actually kind of wild how many reasons like blizzard yeah. has been such a weird thing because what it went from the whole diablo immortal situation of mm-hmm. literally fans of the audience walking up and being like is this an out of season eight for joke and making fun of <laughs> this game announcement that they just did like to their faces yeah that went viral like that's wild there was the whole blitz Chung situation um, with with the china stuff and then like of course there's been the whole hubbub with activision blizzard and the sexual harassment and um like the just in in office toxic work environment that's been going on where every year there's been a different reason to be mad at blizzard yeah. and it's back in person now and then so, now
0: with all that the acquisition stuff too with the, the acquisition, side, acquisition it's like stuff. it's just there's
1: an overwatch, overwatch campaign stuff. <laughs> yeah not being there
0: so i mean i don't know i don't know what this means i don't know if this is just uh hey let's just get back to it and like have it be a community thing and like try to get things to be good again or uh they're, they're talking about announcements so Maybe they, yeah, mean, Diablo real 4 real is just coming out, right? Maybe they're going to try to, that would make sense, right? They're follow up on content. Yeah, they're for that. sure going to yeah, talk okay. about
1: content for that. But, eh, interesting. Another blizzard. I'm sure there'll be a well, WoW thing. Probably a WoW classic thing. Ask me to name more Blizzard franchises. I got you. Hearthstone. Starcraft. Hearthstone. Star, Starcraft won't be there. Is, does Starcraft, Starcraft still classic. get new content? No. I've not heard somebody say the name Starcraft in years. Well, Starcraft. It's Ghost. one of
2: the three games Alyssa has ever played. She played, it is pop- I mean, she played a lot in college.
1: I, I know for a fact that, yeah, StarCraft is historically super popular. But that's what, what's one of the ones where when we talk about like, those games that people are playing that we just don't think about, like, uh, um, it's hard to even think of those games off the top of my head. StarCraft is one that like, I feel like is even buried beneath that. Of You say the word StarCraft, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a thing. Like, people play that. That's wild. I mean, StarCraft was...
0: Absolutely huge! Like yeah. it was one of the bigger ones. Like I mean, especially in the late '90s, and when Starcraft two well, was coming out, the hype.
1: I'm talking. I'm talking about today, though. Yeah, yeah for sure. Historically, Starcraft fucking huge. Oh, I remember yeah. my best friend growing up being a big Starcraft person. And I mean, dude, play. like
0: the, the computer. Um, what are they called? Uh, not clubs. Um, Communities, places, forums, the places you go to to play computer games with friends, like land centers. Oh, land centers, yeah, that's what it is. Like all those things were computer cafes, like all that cyber cafe. That's it. Cyber cafes. It was uh starcraft and counter-strike just that's it (laughs) um but yeah i i I, all i would do was just send out a bunch of reavers there's these big like snail tank things Mm. like slugs i liked them i liked the way they looked so i would just reaver everyone up i didn't win ever
1: what if they announce a new starcraft starcraft three three or people would be really excited they come out and they announce starcraft ghost get craftier as building this time, <laughs> we've learned from Zelda. People love it so much in Zelda, let's make a new StarCraft and let people make fucking Starcraft, airplanes and shit.
2: the mobile game. You have phones, don't you? That
1: yeah, seems Starcraft like something that immortal. exists. That'll go over well. Hold on. Star... <laughs> That's got to be a thing that exists, right? StarCraft mobile. No. No? No. I feel like that, it kind of makes sense, though, if you think about it. A StarCraft mobile game? Uh-huh. Listen, I typed in Starcraft Mobile, and the first thing that pops up is a Reddit post from 2018 saying, wait, StarCraft dot 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 on my mobile phone question mark. <laughs> listen, you heard it here first. Listen. 2018, someone on Reddit said Starcraft on my mobile phone. And, and like, there's more, there's more <laughs> threads like somebody says Starcraft Mobile. Somebody says here's Starcraft on Android. That's from 2019. People are asking for it too. <laughs>
2: Apparently, there's a quote-unquote leak. Blizzard is working on a new game, StarCraft Mobile? Question <laughs> mark. So yeah, it's safe to say that StarCraft does not currently have a mobile game. Oh, that's great. But imagine if that's if that's what they uh, kick things off with at, at BlizzCon this year. It's like Star. All you see is the word <laughs> Starcraft, StarCraft, and people it. are like losing their fucking minds. People dot, are throwing up. Dot. Dot.
0: <laughs> mobile? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Our final news story for the day, story number seven, Spongebob is coming to Power Wash Simulator. Hell yeah. I don't even have a write-up for this one. This is one. I, Barrett has pulled up the little teaser video that they post on the Power Wash Simulator website where you're in the Power Wash game, you're first person, you look down from the sky and you see a dirtied old pineapple house. It's Spongebob's Damn. house, but it's all dirty. Next to Squidward's house, which is also all dirty. Next to Patrick's house. Dirty Rob. houses. You got to clean these houses. Use a sponge to clean. I. That's going to get a little weird. That's going to get really weird, yeah. Um, I should place Power Watch Simulator. I'm I'm deciding it right now.
0: I think it's really funny because we have a Slack channel uh, called KFGD that Mm -hmm. anytime anyone on the team sees a news story, they're like, oh, this should be in in games daily. We just Slack it, and then it makes it easier for Bless when he's prepping the show. to be like, oh, get cool. I'm going to pull from these stories. And we all kind of – there's the the most obvious news stories that any of us see. Like, whoever sees it first throws it in there. Mm -hmm. But then there's always the ones that are a little bit more, like, person-specific. And so I always get excited when I get a slack for KFGD. Do you guys feel the same way? Well am like, oh, there's some news. Like, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I don't know. I when, feel like like, I always, something's happening.
2: <laughs> whenever, like it, it depends on the person, right? Uh-huh. Like if it's if it's you or Greg slacking KFGD, it's like, all right, they, they found like the, the biggest news of the day. Um I always get tantalized when it's, like, Roger sending in, like, New oh yeah. K- KFGD, because I'm like, what weird shit did Roger find today? Totally.
1: Yeah. Ro- Roger is always some, like, weird, like, something tertiary to gaming that's, like, slightly related, but just super interesting in general. Yeah. It's just great, though, because I'm always
0: like, oh, what's happening? Like, did PlayStation announce a showcase? Like, what's going on? And I love it because, like, I swear to God, for some reason, for the last nine out of ten times I've looked, when it's been bare, it's been SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's just very funny. It's right actually really funny. I just,
2: I, I know that I'm the only one who's getting that on his fucking feet. I just love it. You know? so I, I, d- d- I did the see world.
1: this one on the, in the wild. I did see this one pop up on and on Twitter.
2: And you put it on the the doc?
1: Oh, I did. Okay, okay. Yeah. I just didn't put it in the KFTD channel because I was already just making uh, uh, gotcha, KFTD yeah. at that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm looking mm-hmm. at what are the last things Roger put in here? I'm trying, trying to find. Raj, oh, actually, no. Roger's put it in the actual news sometimes. He's doing a good job. Uh, Sorry for
0: people watching. Sorry for people listening. Oh
1: shit! When do these guys get here? They're calling their shots. Like, what's think? up with this outfit? You look great today. Thank you. Bless. And you're and you're out of breath. And you're wearing a. a <laughs> your out of breath. We're ready to just absolutely smack one across the links today. Oh, is that why all these golf clubs are here? Is that? Oh, I'm so scared, scared of this video wall.
0: Seeing the conditions.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> oh yeah, I do. I do. The
0: conditions here on Oak Hill.
1: But Wait, is this a course? Is this where you're playing golf? Are you playing the golf here in the studio? Yeah, we're playing golf in the studio. Get ready. Is that what that's <laughs> there for? <laughs> <laughs> Barry, give us the wa- give us the, the jib. People need to see. Oh man, never mind. It's not going to be there. The jib's on the way. It's working. It's right over. <laughs> <laughs> Lots
0: of tricks up our sleeves. Don't worry no. about, it. Don't <laughs> what worry about that. What, what is that? I can't wait. This stream is going to be an absolute blast. I'm scared about? Join that the that boys. Thing. They, they hit the green. I'm very scared. Is your brother here today? He's on the way. I want to send him for beers. <laughs> oh, God. <Ooh>. Oh, no. <laughs>
2: uh, <Tim>. Golf. Golf. <laughs> Honestly, I'd rather beer than a, a, a Coke,
0: you
1: know? <laughs> yeah, that is true. Tim, I'm not, not going to lie. I'm very excited for beers. Yeah, this is going to be good. Oh, you're, you're beer happy. The beers are just so far away. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> if I want those, come out to Mom and Drop Shops today, where would I look?
0: The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the kind of funny games daily show host each and every weekday. I was perplexed. <laughs> yeah, you're my cider boy.
1: An eleven out of ten. <laughs> that that you
0: got, Thank you. You got me. You got me there. Because like, yeah, you and Andy are my cider boys. Any time I know cider. I'm hanging
1: out with you guys or we're doing a party, I'm always like, I gotta buy some ciders for these boys. Oh yeah, man. You I have to get some cider or get some Ciroc. I'm, 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 I'm on no <laughs> oh, Ciroc. Yeah, man. no, I'm not. cider and Ciroc, baby. Out today, we got Firmament for PC. The Outlast Trials for PC, Dead Hook for MetaQuest, I Am Future for PC, Pocket Mirror, <laughs> Goldenertrom for PC, uh, System of Souls for PS5 and PC, and X8 for PC and MetaQuest. New dates for you, Slayers X launches June 1st on PC and Xbox, Bleak Sword DX is coming to Switch uh, and PC on June 8th. Homebody launches June 1st for Xbox One, Xbox Series X, PS4, PS5, and PC. The Case of the Golden Idol is coming to Switch on May 25th. Uh, right now, if you're watching the video version, Barrett has a trailer up for, I believe, This is the Case of the Golden Idol. Is that correct? Yeah, I just
2: wanted to showcase uh, showcase this, because I know, I think, like, the Giant Bomb crew really loved this game last year, and this was, like, oh. one of them that was talked about for their, like, uh, bigger game of the year, like, uh, awards and categories and all that stuff, so uh yeah definitely check it out because i feel like it went under the the radar last year
1: monochrome morbius for ps4 and ps5 launches september 5th in north america and september 8th in europe uh pokemon home support for pokemon scarlet and violet launches may 24th yes holy shit wait i have been waiting for (laughs) this date no what when was this
0: announced i think it was announced today oh man oh your boy is very happy about this bless this is very exciting times what does guys, that? What does that mean for you? I get to transfer my guys to my home, oh. and I get to organize them. Oh, the connection continues, everybody. Oh, this is great. That's exciting. great. I learned something today on the show. When
2: this becomes available, Tim isn't touching Zelda or any <laughs> other game for like a month.
0: Yeah, he's he. he, he what was the, the raid
1: you did last time? Terror raid with the um um. Oh man, I forget his name. Naughty. Something. Mm, yeah, it was like not not Tridome, not tridome. Chestnut, Chestnut, Notre Tridome. Come on, Y and X. Yeah, Chespin's evolution. Yeah, you're gonna be catching all the chestnuts. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. That's what happens when I get nervous. I be catching some chestnuts. Uh, Given beyond the Tre- I'm sorry. <laughs> Gibbon beyond the <laughs> trees is coming to PS4 and PS5 on June 1st, and the maquette is coming to Nintendo Switch on May 25th. That's what happens when I get this haircut from just an older man. I listen to the Dan Levitard show back in with, time. Uh, with
2: Andy and every once in a while when someone says uh, something incredibly stupid, they get like sent out in, into the penalty box. If we had a penalty box, I'd be sending you there Fair, right now.
1: Fair. <laughs> fair, <laughs> fair. I get it. Uh, deal of the day for you. Death Stranding is free on Epic Games Store until May 25th. Oh. We had time for one reader mail. Cool. So I'm going to bring up this one from C.W. Luke, who writes in TakanaFunny.com slash KFGD, just like you can, and says, Good morning, Bless and Tim. I watched your recap yesterday of the of what the PlayStation Showcase could entail, and I could feel the hype through my screen. Considering I did skip a console generation, PS4 and Xbox One, I'm even a little more hazy, but I'm wondering, has PlayStation ever missed I know Xbox is doing its own thing, slash playing catch-up, and Nintendo thrives to the beat of its own drummer, but I just can't imagine this level of hype for anyone else. Please do not get me wrong, I am not bad-mouthing anyone. I'm curious to know if after all this time, PlayStation has consistently stepped up its game year after year throughout their history. If so, I can't wait to see bigger and better for the next 29 years. Tim, has PlayStation ever missed?
0: um in terms of their showcases I do not think they have in terms of any showcase they've done period yes I think they've had many 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 misses um but I do think that with the way that they understand how to announce their products and market their products at this point and with the products that they have and they've the track record that they have over the last now two generations of consoles like I feel like we expect them to be banner showcases and like the level of disappointment is a lot different than it is going into something else we're like oh we're hoping we see this it'd be cool if we saw that with playstation showcases there are multiple things that we just expect to be there mm-hmm. uh, very exciting things i do think that they're not alone like i think the nintendo direct levels of hype like whether the directs gonna be good or bad the hype leading into it is like its own thing yeah right but i do think playstation showcases at this point have Earned a similar pedigree of of excitement and and hype and uh, engagement with um, how interested people are on watching it and watching the trailers coming out of it. The um, Spider-Man reveal trailer, whether it was the CG stuff or the gameplay trailer for Insomniac's games um, and the Spider-Man 2 um, announcement trailer, are some of the most popular uh, video game videos ever. Yeah. Some of the most popular Spider-Man Marvel videos ever. Like, that is power uh, in this day and age so um yeah i I don't think that they that they miss i don't think when it comes to a showcase i think they know what they have and i think they're not going to fuck that up and i think they've royally fucked up the state of play brand um where people expect that to be at best a messy showcase that has uh, some exciting moments Mm -hmm. um at worst just a waste of time where showcases i think they people expect them to bring the key
1: yeah that's my thing is i state of plays i think they fucked up with state of plays i think those fuck up all the time with playstation showcase especially like if we're just counting the last few years of playstation showcases right which i think is what we're talking about i don't think any of those have missed so far um and even when you bring in the playstation e3 stuff and just the general playstation presentations i think in terms of those big e3 big playstation showcases but since like 2015 ish. Like, I, I, I can't even remember before that, like what, the, what, what those were. But when, when they started busting out the bigger PlayStation first party stuff where you expect a, a Spider Man or a Horizon or a God of War or even things like Final Fantasy VII Remake and games like that, Kingdom Hearts 3, they started hitting a stride to where I don't, I can't remember the last time one of those has missed necessarily. I mean,
0: I think the biggest miss of a core PlayStation showcase, so uh, the showcases have been PS5 on right Mm -hmm. but then when you add the ones of like their e3 showcases back in the the day i'd say since 2015 on they have had major bangers 2015 being the uh shenmue and last guardian and final fantasy 7 remake and then going on from that we get the god of war announcements the big things i think that the lowest year was the year that they did the last of us 2 church yeah the church into the
1: ghost Shima playing the and all of that
0: and even that like it, that like was the, con- the content like, was there, like the con- I think that was exactly. mainly just
1: the formatting of it. That was weird,
0: exactly. And even then, like, I think it was that was the one that was kind of lacking in major announcements. But even then, if I remember correctly, that's where Resident Evil 2 Remake was like first reintroduced, mm-hmm. uh, in the in betweens of that stuff. So it's like banger, 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 man. Like, yeah. this next so, week's gonna be insane.
1: the one thing I'll, I'll, I'll disagree with you on is I, I think PlayStation Showcase for me has exceeded Nintendo Direct in terms of hype and announcement. And maybe this just speaks from audience to audience, but. I think because PlayStation has separated out the core showcase from the state of plays with these last few showcases, you expect, Oh, we're going to see the big guns. You're going to see everything with Nintendo direct. I am going into Nintendo directs, just praying that I'm going to see something from Nintendo. And like, I, I think whenever we talk about it, we're just like, Hey man, like we're excited, but also we're open to that, to the idea of this, like falling flat. We're open to the idea of this, not having anything that exciting. With PlayStation showcase, we are going into it with the idea that you're going to see some hype shit there. So
0: I think the difference there is, like, I don't necessarily agree with you at the core of mm-hmm. the argument, but I think the difference is, uh, Place in Showcase is they only have that one brand for that big thing, mm-hmm. whereas Nintendo Direct is, is the big thing or the state of play. And so because of that, I think that it, that creates this kind of like, yeah. eh, it could be this, it could be that. But I think the hype is still there for every single Nintendo Direct because anyone could be the big one. Mm-hmm. And I think that like how you measure hype and compare it, I don't really know. But the way I'm talking about it is how many forum threads are there about the potential of this thing happening and what could potentially go on there? I think Nintendo still owns a lock on that of if there's even a thought, if someone even says the words in Nintendo Direct, that is a month of predictions and conversation about mm-hmm. when's it going to happen well, what's like, going to be there all PlayStation that playstation showcase has been a year and a half oh yeah. of that yeah that's exactly. my thing is the, that, and, and it, that's the thing is i playstation uh, showcase like again we're arguing i'm arguing hype levels uh-huh. in terms of expectation of quality i think playstation showcase is in total league of its own mm-hmm. it is i expect it to be an absolute banger i don't expect a nintendo direct to be an absolute banger i really hope it can and i know that it can be because they've done it many many times but they've also not yeah <laughs> i feel that playstation yeah. showcase is never not
1: and then CW looked didn't really specify if we're talking about showcases, just showcases or games in general. But I think in in terms of the games conversation, every now and then you have you'll have a miss, you know. Like I, you had Days Gone back in 2019, and I think that fell short of people's expectations. You, had, I don't know if you count like how much do you counted Destruction All Stars in games like that, where PlayStation technically, I believe, published that. If I remember correctly, you have some of those those in there. But like in terms of the first party stuff, I think there's been a really good consistency of quality to where i think you're more likely than not for a playstation studios thing to be really good if not fucking fantastic um and so yeah i think even there they built a lot of consistency but i wouldn't say that they've never missed um but they miss a lot less nowadays when it comes to the first party stuff in a casual way of speaking they never miss but in like a factual way yeah they've had a couple of course everybody's gonna have misses tim Mm -hmm. now it's time you kind of slash you're wrong where you write in let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong so we can correct it for those watching later on youtube and listening later on podcast services around the globe let's see here uh dante the clerk says a technicality uh but it wasn't kung lao we it wasn't the kung lao we know at the end of mk11 aftermath it was the great kung lao ancestor and namesake of slicey hat kung lao that lu kang goes to see this was the previous champion of earth until he lost to goro the first loss in the the needed 10 or in the 10 needed to merge um outworld with earth i think i knew that but it's, it's just a, there's a lot that goes on in that lore so i might have i might have not have mentioned that uh... i
0: feel like borsens is the only
1: Borsin00 Zero Zero writes in and says, StarCraft is only getting balance patches. StarCraft is so low on priority lists right now, that uh, they canceled StarCraft FPS Ares to focus on Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4. All right. All right. I appreciate that. We were talking, me and uh, Greg were talking, um, I think it was last week maybe, about Mortal Kombat and how, um, what's his name, was uh, cast as Johnny Cage mm-hmm. um, him, the guy from the boys, Carl Urban. Carl Urban was cast, yeah, and Not Re- official, right? It's still just a rumor, but oh yeah, I think that was that was, that was a yeah. rumor. Um, but <laughs> Greg mentioned the idea of what if they used his likeness in the next Mortal Kombat game as Johnny Cage, and I, I really like I recoiled at the idea. I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. So I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad that it seems like we're sticking with the likenesses that we got in the previous games. And I think John Claude Van Dam, at least as an outfit, works even better. I like John Claude Van Dam. I like that for, for Johnny Cage. Carl Urban. As, long, as much as I like the, answer, the, the, um, the actor, I, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, piece, I, I'm
0: semi with you on that, but I don't know how I feel about you being like, yeah, but Jean Claude Van Damme, <laughs> Johnny Cage, that
1: adds up. I don't know. No? I don't know. Jean Claude Van Damme? Barry, bring up a picture of Johnny. I'm just kidding. Don't, don't bring up a picture of Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm looking up Jean Claude. Let me know Man. if you're going to talk. He's the it. muscles from Brussels, Barry. He just right. doesn't He's fit the muscles the mold. from Brussels, everybody. But Johnny Cage is the muscles from Hollywood. Right? But that, that's a big difference. He's the muscles yeah, from Hollywood. Yeah. You know? uh, tomorrow's hosts for Kind of Funny Games Daily are going to be Greg and Tim. Hell yeah. If you're watching this live, right after this, the boys are playing golf. Golf. Stay tuned. Have some fun. Hit the links, as they call it. Remember, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. Until next time, Game Daily.